This is the Health Witch Podcast, where we will explore one tarot card of the day, a beauty recipe, a herb of the day, how we use it, how we enjoy it, and how we appreciate its magic, and which in practice, how it relates to health, and ending with a historical note to honor witches, healers, and women of past. This episode is going to be a little bit different today. I want to take time to celebrate the full moon, which is today, Thursday, May 7th. And also I had a question, a really good question from Instagram from Luke Cohen, who is an international speaker and storyteller, among other things. And he had asked me to really share with all the listeners and with the followers on Instagram how I found my spiritual journey. Now, this sounds stereotypical, but I think I really found my spiritual path, you know, I think most people do when they're stuck in between a hard place and a rock, so to speak. But when everything you build up and believe no longer applies to the world you live in, and then you just come to find out, you know, everything you've been doing has just been eating away at your soul in some way. Whether that's chasing that job that society deems as prestigious or, you know, going after the capitalistic dream or the over-commercial purchasing of everything under the sun just to keep up with the Jones, this disconnection from your body to fit a beauty ideal, or taking these pharmaceutical medications, you know, taking these medications that really mask the symptoms and drive disease further and deeper into your body. I've done all that, and I consider myself fortunate for the most part that I woke up and lifted that veil in my late 20s. While I have been studying and practicing herbalism for over a decade, it really wasn't until my late 20s and early 30s that I began to actually believe in the heritage and really the spirits and herbalism. So after completing my master's in public health, I went on to get a doctor that focused on historical trauma in indigenous medicine. And I, during that time, I really began to dig deeper and find a deeper understanding of really the disconnect between traditional medicine and the so-called people's medicine or preventative medicine in what we call today as public health. So we all put the emphasis on science, or I, should, I shouldn't say us all, but mainstream puts all the emphasis on science and the numbers and stats and really puts so little weight into the human experience and the connections that make these lasting impacts. So that connection between people and knowledge and support. You know, there's really no support in our medical system. We have such a sick care system, not a well-being system. So we take all our eggs investing, you know, in the future with the latest and greatest technologies and innovations that really, in actuality, the only top 5% of the world's population will ever have access to. And rarely do we look back into the past, into the historical records for any kind of inspiration. And we teach our children all about good health, especially as public health professionals. We know that good oral hygiene really affects the rest of our body, you know, yet, but it's it's not uncovered by health insurance and it costs some 200 plus dollars, which I know I've mentioned before in this podcast. And, and that's just for a basic cleaning, which is very unfordable for most people. 
So we don't take the time to teach how to properly self-clean our teeth or the plants and herbs for maintaining good oral hygiene because the truth of the matter is our system does not want us to. Our system, we've created a system, a medical care system in this country that wants us to be so dependent on it. You know, if you want good health, good oral hygiene, you must go see a dentist. Well, you see a dentist if you can afford it, maybe once a year, but what about all those other days, right? So we really need to teach people to be independent and to really have, you know, weight and responsibility in their own health. So really, you know, as a avid researcher of archaeology, I've also worked in the field of archaeology for over a decade as well. You know, if we look back on some of the most thriving civilizations, especially those with such diverse diets, not primarily set in corn, but diverse diets with fruits and vegetables and colorful diets and meats, you know, their teeth were not rotting out of their heads, their teeth are preserved in good shape even after centuries and millennia here. So I'm thinking about ancient Ayurvedic medicine, ancient Egyptian medicine, Chinese medicine. They knew how to properly care for their teeth and how far removed we are today where many believe the solution is fluoride, the really calcates the penile gland, among other things, and it really a checkup equipped with x-ray radiation and over extraction of teeth you know there are really just too few dentists that are practicing their craft holistically to care for their patients and to look beyond the medical models that they are forced fed in the university overall disconnection to my cycles in my body and horrible hormonal acne it was devastating and everyone could see it It was all over my face even when i was teaching you can imagine teaching in front of all these adults teaching about health and preventative medicine when your face is just full of hormonal acne and you know again i found myself in this really hard place and it was a humiliating hard place so Witchcraft and spirituality in general provides this framework of clarity, a sense of control in mitigating poor perceptions of disease or poor perceptions to disease or your interaction with it in the world to really prompt you into the creation or a creation of optimistic well-being within as without. Understand, I, I never believed in Christianity. I went through most of my life believing in nothing, even though I was supposed to be raised as Catholic. Um, and it was that I was a cynic pretty much through most of my life up until my 20s here, as I had mentioned. And I began to understand the magic and healing and the body's innate qualities for healing through spirituality. Um, and really, you know, of course, I, I started Health Witch in 2018 and I decided to come out with the apothecary and come out as Health Witch. And I think it threw everyone for a loop, you know, I, I can't imagine only what people said, you know, being such a scientist of the sort, uh, herbalist and scientist and historian and um, just a cynic. And people were probably like, oh my gosh, where did this come from? All of a sudden you're, you're spiritual, all of a sudden that you're kind of leaving some of your science to the whim and you're moving into beauty products now and you're moving into witchcraft. It, does, it doesn't make sense. But I think... You know, people have this spiritual belief that really begins to, there are some triggers that set it off and through the years, you just kind of let it build up and you learn more and you learn more and you begin to understand how essential it is to your overall well-being. 
you know, and I believed in witchcraft for some time before I came out. It took me a long time to really build up the courage and to come out with Health Witch and HW Apothecary. And, you know, through that, honestly, it's been freeing. And I think I found more ways to help those in need and avenues to really educate people outside of the university setting. So really reaching people who could really use this kind of health information and creating options and potions that are free of chemicals and toxins. And I've been able to heal my skin and heal other aspects of my body and get rid of those very preventable diseases and disease. And really creating herbal and nutritional nutritional preparations that truly help heal and prevent. So it really has been a blessing, not only for myself, but a healing avenue. And just hopefully that I've, you know, I've been able to encourage people to live a healthy lifestyle. And that has been a blessing for me. I am always looking for ways to give back to the community. And I think right now, a good way to do this was to set up plans for the podcast and really Patreon support. So at $2 a month, you can support the podcast. And a percentage of that goes to the soup kitchens of Connecticut to help those put food on their plate who are in need. For $6 a month, you can support the podcast. And a percentage of that goes to the soup kitchen as well. In addition to that, you get 10% off all HW Apothecary products, including consultations, access to virtual monthly moon rituals, and free access to classes hosted by me on the healthwitch.org website. And for $19 a month, you can become a part of the Healthwitch community, where you will be giving one 30-second commercial per episode to help support small businesses, a $3 donation of that will be going to the Soup Kitchens of Connecticut. And you will also have access to the Health Witch monthly moon rituals and access to classes hosted on healthwitch.org and 10% discount on all HW Apothecary products. So if this is something that you are interested in, you can visit the healthwitch.org and know that you can cancel your plan at any time. There are no contracts. I also want to thank everyone who has already joined the Health Witch Coven and the community here to give back to the community and to really help those in need. So moving on to the full moon here. This May full moon is in Scorpio, so that is today. For those living on the East Coast, that happened at 6.45 a.m. this morning. This full moon is also known as the full flower moon, the grass moon, and the corn planting moon. And a happy birthday to all those who were born in the sign of Taurus, so April 21st to May 20th. This time is also a good time for spell casting and for meditations on love, fertility, happiness, and expression and expansion of the emotion or our emotional self. Um, you could also look for inspiration among nature spirits and tree fairies. Think of tree blossoms and foxglove and beautiful lilacs, herbs such as St. John's wort, thyme, yarrow, and chamomile. And scents like rose, lilac, and jasmine, colors of pink, apricot, and green, should you choose to decorate your altar. Another figure that stands out during this time is the goddess Diana, who is an ancient Celtic goddess, also known as Danu or Dano, 
D-A-N-U, however you choose to pronounce that. In ancient Ireland, she is known as the creator mother goddess. She is associated with manifestations and magic and alchemy. So if you can think, you can begin to understand why she's associated with magic. We know that all the things are growing underneath the ground. We know there's magic happening underneath the ground. Seeds are beginning to sprout and we don't know their magic until we begin to see them, right? So if that makes sense, kind of this, this dark magic happening and spring is beginning to show forth and manifestate these beautiful blooms. And she is also known, you know, and we think about 2000, maybe 3000 years ago, some of the texts really um, are a little vague here, but when the, uh, the ancient Gauls invaded Ireland, uh, Diana transformed the ancient Irish into leprechauns. And I think most people are familiar with leprechauns, right? Um, and today is believed that they are still there. And the goddess Diana has a lot of overlap between the huntress or Artemis. So you often see her depicted in ancient Greek and Roman mythology as holding the bow and having dogs by her side. Now, in preparing a feast in celebration of May, in celebration of the flower moon, some vegetables you might want to choose to incorporate a little bit more into your diet are something like asparagus, broad beans, fennel, new potatoes, sorrel, spring onions, and watercress. Also, forage foods and herbs like borage flowers, dandelion, which is definitely plentiful right now, wild mint, wild garlic, nettles, and purslane. And if, depending on where you are and what part of the world you live in, I have had questions saying, well, what if I can't find these types of foods and vegetables? Well, focus on the plants and the herbs that are growing around you right now. And those are your protectors in the sense, those are the herbs and plants we should probably look to and investigate to see if they offer nutrients and really can offer something to your May feast. Again, this podcast is going to be a little bit different. I'm actually going to do and end this podcast with a meditation. This will be a full moon meditation that is really, I want you to focus on the vibrant colors of spring, the blooms, think of rebirth, a surrender to healing, and really sharing your heart and your emotions. So if you can, you can pause this podcast for a moment Grab a pen, paper, and a candle or any kind of prompt you use to really help you get into a meditative state, whether that's lighting a candle, lighting some incense, maybe putting on a piece of jewelry, it's up to you. But finding a meditative prompt does help really get you into the mindset, even unconsciously, to begin to just have your body begin to relax and just help your mind relax. So as you do that... I'll give you a second and we will begin this meditation. Close your eyes if you feel called to or whatever is most comfortable. You can lay down or you can sit up um, or even just wherever you choose to, outside, inside, it's up to you. But I want you to picture your bare feet on the ground on Mother Earth. Electrons and fluids in the Earth's core generate powerful magnetic forces. These damp soils are conductive and help you connect deeper into Mother Earth or Gaia. 
I want you to visualize the warmth of the sun on your shoulders, the great star synchronizing at will all the cells in your body, bringing you deep nourishment and that much needed vitamin D. Picture yourself still connected, your feet on the earth. You stand next to a plant, soaking up the same nourishing rays. What plant, any plant, first comes to mind for you? Plants hold meetings and associations. Remember it, or you can write it down now for reference. This plant is a blessing from your spirit guides. Take a moment to honor your guides, whoever they might be, whether these are ancestors, angels, or ascended masters. Picture yourself watering this plant and gently ask the plant to drink this offering. In return, you ask for guidance and clarity. Write down now anything that is revealed and comes to mind for you. Take as long as you need writing down all the things that have come to mind for you. And the plants and the flower itself, what it smells like, what it feels like, and any energetic properties that come to mind for you. I want to thank you for tuning in to the podcast. And everyone, be well and enjoy the full moon. On May 17th, 2 to 4 p.m., the Brave Daughters of Providence will be hosting me. I will be giving a workshop on glamour, magic, and clean beauty. So this workshop is all about how to find clean beauty, how to create your own beauty recipes, and really finding independence and creating beauty potions that you put on your body every single day. And know that what you put on your body is so important because you absorb either all the nutrients and nourishment or you absorb all the chemicals and toxins. And I hope it's, you know, I hope that everyone has the chance to really find and create potions that are meaningful for them. And again, to get away from those toxins and those chemicals. This is an opportunity for a look into and diving deep into beauty herbalism, using herbs to address your biggest beauty problems, uh, creating beauty recipes, style tips for connecting to your most bold and confident self sustainably, and how to use glamour magic in rituals for other rituals for honoring our body and really amplifying our sensuality. And this is a two hour workshop. This is a really in depth workshop here. Um, and it is by Zoom, but it's going to be nonetheless extensive and invasive here. Meaning I'm going to have you bring your makeup bags and we're going to go through together what is in those beauty products and really have an educational opportunity to show you what is aiding your health and what is not. And there will also be some other perks for the workshop here. You will be leaving with a booklet or a PDF copy of all the educational materials for this workshop, as well as other perks such as 25% off all HW Apothecary products. So if you are interested in this program, in this workshop, it's at bravedaughterspvd.com. And if you click on the workshop or workshops 
tab, you will see my um, my tab there or my button for registering for the Glamour Magic and Clean Beauty Workshop. And I look forward to seeing you all there. Be well.